0: two, three days, maybe a week, and I'm going to sit here, and when God hurls down fire from the sky and destroys the city, I'll have a front row seat. And you know, at the end of the story, we never find out what happened. Right at the end of the story, God simply said, should I not be concerned about this great city? We don't know what Jonah said in reply, and we don't know what God did. Did the Ninevites indeed backslide? Did God then intervene? Or did everything turn out fine? Well, that's our background for the prophet Nahum. The prophet Nahum. You have to pair him with Jonah to really understand this uh, this prophecy. Uh, In the prophet Nahum, we read, an oracle concerning Nineveh. The very Nineveh that Jonah went to and prophesied uh, against Nineveh. Uh, against that city. So uh, w- when, does, uh, when does Nahum write? Well, over in uh, uh, chapter 3 at verses 8 through 10, uh, let me turn over there. Chapter 3 at 8 through 10, we read, Are you, Nineveh, better than Thebes, situated on the Nile? Thebes is Luxor of today, the religious capital of uh, Egypt. Egypt. With water around her, the river was her defense, the water's her wall. Cush and Egypt were her boundaries and strength. Put and Libya were among her allies. Yet, she was taken captive and went into exile. So Nahum speaks of Thebes being conquered and the people going into exile. That happened in 663 BC. And he speaks of it as a past event. So Nahum's writing sometime after 663. And in all three chapters, he speaks about the fall of Nineveh, which occurs in 612 BC. So Nahum is writing sometime between 663 and 612. That gives us our dates. The fall of Thebes in 663 and the fall of Nineveh in 612. Thebes is a past event. Nineveh is a future event. So it has to happen Nahum writes sometime between those two dates. And indeed, Nineveh does fall. Nineveh was totally destroyed in 612 uh, by an alliance of Medes, Babylonians, and Scythians who took the town after a a, uh, a two-month siege. Uh, In the uh, Cambridge Ancient History, uh, it says, this is in Volume 3 of the Cambridge Ancient History, no other land seems to have been sacked and pillaged so completely as was Assyria. In fact, it was Sir Austin Layard who was one of the uh, excavators of Nineveh. Uh, Nineveh was thought to be a mythological place because there was no trace of it at all uh, in Assyria or northern Iraq of today. And uh, Sir Austin Layard was one of the excavators who discovered it. And... uh, uh, he said, We have been fortunate enough to acquire the most convincing and lasting evidence of that magnificence and power which made Nineveh the wonder of the ancient world, and her fall the theme of the prophets, as the most sig- single instance of divine vengeance. Without the evidence that these monuments that he discovered afford, we might have doubted the great Nineveh ever existed. She had been so completely destroyed and desolate Nineveh, uh, Austin Layard, Sir Austin Layard uh, did the first successful digging in 1847 uncovering the 71 room palace of Sennacherib uh, between 1849 and 1851 Uh, in many places the excavators had to bore through 30 to 40 feet of debris before reaching the Ninevite strata Uh, Imagine, 30 to 40 feet of debris over the city. It was completely and utterly and totally destroyed. So Nahum will prophesy that destruction. And you know, Jonah was right, wasn't he? He sat on that hillside east of Nineveh and he said, it won't stick. They're going to backslide. and know it's going to happen. And, uh, and sure enough, they do. Not in his day, but in 612, Nineveh is destroyed. Poor old uh, uh, Jonah would have had to have sat there for about 300 years to see it happen. But um, it is destroyed indeed. So, Nahum, chapter 1, at verse 1. An oracle concerning.